0: You for tuning in locked on bulls member of the locked on podcast network or your team every day today's episode is brought to you by bird dogs go to birddogs.com locked on when you enter pro- the promo code locked on they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every order that's pat the designer host and creator of the windy city breeze and host of the chicago bears podcast over at ESPN 1000 i'm hayes host and creator of chicago bulls and chicago bears central but Pat, man, uh, trade the Bulls did not get lucky in the lottery, as we know. We talked about it. We broke it all down. Didn't happen. Um, but with that said, now you have two teams with picks in the top ten that could that may be potentially looking to um, move those picks. First up, we got Portland. So uh, the Portland in- in- introduces a unique trade scenario for the Bulls for a couple of different reasons. They could work out a trade with the Bulls to where it also removes the future protections that we have on their first round pick up until 2028. That has limited them from using any of their first round picks up until that point in any uh, trade scenario to bring in talent. Um, we also could offer them some veteran uh, uh, help there that they could use with kind of two of our veterans that are there. Um, and the Bulls could get into that lottery and really maybe get a pick that helps transform the future of the team. When you look at Portland as a trade prospect for the Bulls, Pat, how you
1: feeling? Here's the thing for Portland that kind of gets me excited, right? I think there's a couple of different options. There's two options that, t- to me, the Chicago Bulls could put out there that maybe Portland would try to go with to work with their timeline. There's one option to me that sends Demar and possibly Vooch in a sign-and-trade scenario over there. I like that option because we get a little bit of draft capital back and we're able to probably get a player back for them to be able to match money. Uh, Anferty Simons, maybe. I don't know if that would end Mm. up working out, but... Maybe, right? Like, I, I don't know what Portland realistically would send. You'd probably be talking about a Jeremy Grant in, in realistic terms, something like that, as well the as... Shining
0: trade's a little difficult to, to, to do, because he is a free agent as well. It's not impossible.
1: You, you know um, what I mean? But I, I think that that's a scenario that kind of fits the timeline that they're trying to put together, because then, now you have Damian Lillard with Jamar DeRozan and Nikola Vucevic, and I think they'd be more willing to do that, because now, okay, we're going to go for it one last time with Dame. We know that that is their plan. They want to go for it one last time with Dame you've got a proven scorer in DeMar DeRozan who can be an absolute bucket getter you've got Nikola Vucevic is the big man who's the big man that Damian Lillard has been trying to get Yusuf Nurkic to be for at least 10 years now not that long but you know what I mean like so I think that that would be a scenario where Portland takes one real go at it and then at the end of it okay, it didn't work out, full rebuild, we tear this thing down to the studs. Or it does work out, they win an NBA championship. That'd be crazy, right? But it doesn't work out more than likely, and they tear it down to the studs, they start all over, they have draft capital still at that point, blah, blah, blah.
0: Here's the, the thing that I, that worries me about what the scenario you just painted out, because if if Zach, I mean, if uh, Demar and Vooch go to Portland and they win a title, and, Zach, and you basically just gave the two running mates that Zach Levine had because th- look at Portland. They they would shape up a lot. You have Shaden Sharp there as their young swing, uh, swing man. You have, if they won the title, you got to trade Zach Levine that year. You have to literally look at Zach and be like, well, I think you, you, I think you know I got to do this to you, right? Well, I think here's the thing, right? <laughs> no, that just, that
1: just would, it's not it's not wrong, right? Yeah. It's a tough look, but I think here's the thing, right? One, the Bulls would get capital back, so you're getting a young player back. You're going to get yeah. that three that number three pick is what we're talking about. Uh, in that scenario, by the way, the part I didn't mention is you're probably going to have to send Portland's pick back to them. They're going to yeah. want a
0: pick, which is fine. Which I is mean, fine. Yeah. And you probably have to attach additional. Uh, and I've said it over on Central, like you probably have to throw in like your twenty twenty nine top tw- top ten protected pick in that as well. They're gonna want something other than just the protections removed. Yeah. But here's the question that I want to you. I know you painted the scenario where it's it is um, Damar and Vooch. But let me ask you this: if it if it takes Pat to get that deal done, if they want Damar and let's say Pat for some reason. Do you, you would you do that deal? And then do you think AK does that deal? Which I guess is the more important question.
1: I, th- I think that's the more important question. Do I think yeah. AK does that deal? I don't because I don't think AK's given up on Patrick Williams yet. Um, mm. would I do that deal? I haven't given up on P. Will yet either, but I would do that deal because I think that there's a player top three in this draft that we won't have to wait for his talent to show on the court.
0: Listen. I'm, I agree, because uh, one thing that we, you, and I guess we're talk- either, whether it's Scoot or Brandon Miller, you don't worry about either one of those players coming in with aggression, right? Yeah. You don't worry about either one of those players being hesitant, being uh, slow to draw. I st- I'm still i not giving up on people. You guys know how I feel here, but I think that if you are in serious conversations for the number three overall pick and and P wills the sticking point to not get that deal done. To me, you ha- you have to throw him in at that
1: point. And, you have to. And I think here's here's the thing for me that I that really when I look at it, it's kind of like, okay, I'm fine with this because either Scoot or Brandon Miller, to me, make Zach Levine better. Yeah. So if you're still tying yourself to Zach Levine, if your goal is still to build this young team around Zach Levine, who's still, yeah, he'll be, what is he, 20? He'll be 29 next year, basically. Yeah, start 29. During you still next are going to get 30, 31, 32, 30. Yeah, 32. That's when he signed through. Um, yeah, 29, 30, 30, 31, 32, right? So yeah. you, you'll have that core of his career that prime of his career to try and build that team around I'm fine with that Um, so I would I would make that deal because I think the players coming out make you better the other scenario that I will throw to you is you go just about all in on the rebuild you get a player back in, and and Anthony Simons and I've done I actually did this one in Fanspo, which I'm not a trade machine guy, but I want to see if the money at least was going to work. You mm-hmm. send them that protected pick, you get three and Anthony Simons, and you let them go on their way.
0: With with who Zach? Is that what
1: you're saying? You send Zach to Portland. Zach instead. In this scenario, now you get Anthony Simons. You get a young player in the building who is. What is Anthony? He's a point guard kind of. He's a two more so, but he's a point guard technically. I mean, they've
0: used him at
1: point. They've guard, used him at both. When Dame's
0: out. When Dame's out, they've used him at point guard. Um, here's what I'll say: If that's the case, to me, you, you you have to make sure Brandon Miller is the pick there. You don't want to go have two six-two players out there as your backcourt. Well, yes. If, it, if the if the pick is if the goal is Scoot, you don't want Anthony Simons back in my opinion because that that's an extremely small backcourt. Why? What about
1: Imani Bates?
0: Imani Banks is, is gonna go in the second round. You brought him up before. He's not. He's going in the. second round. You don't think he's round. going that high? Uh, bro, go check the mo- most mocks have him going late second. So who's it for? Uh, I, the Thompson brothers are, the, are next up at four. I, I, I think uh, man Thompson is 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 ranked a little bit higher than his brother. Um, but that's the guy that I think is uh, him and Walker also looks like he uh Jarice Walker's popping a, yeah going up some mocks as well. They're kind of in that four or five area as well.
1: Either way, right? I think that does that scenario, whoever you take in that situation, right? That scenario opens up a couple of things for you. Um, With Zach Levine leaving, it opens up years in the future that you'll have money available. Uh, You're probably going full rebuild there. You're able to bring in a young player in that situation. DeMar DeRozan probably is still there in that scenario to kind of be the mentor, veteran leadership on that team. And guess what? Now you have no choice but to play all these young dudes that we got here because now there's no Zach Levine in that scenario. So
0: here's the thing, too. The the Dalen Terry of it all, right? Because you look at Dalen and, and some of Dalen's best games down in the G League was when he's able to facilitate. Yeah. If you're able to bring in a uh a Scoot Henderson, or if you do end up going, like you said, full rebuild, you get Anthony Simons back. Maybe you get Brandon Miller in that case, then maybe you're looking at at, at Dalen Terry being more of the facilitator wise, you are you are using um, Anthony as the score. I mean, there is a lot of different combinations, and still, Kobe White would probably still be on the roster yeah. at that point as well, too. So, and
1: and yeah. you are going full on young. You are choosing a direction in that situation, and, and I guess not full on, right? Muds are going to say, DeMar DeRozan is still there. The the you need that perfect mix, right? The problem with the modern day NBA is there is no mix. There is just young guys and old guys. There are teams of young dudes. There are teams of old dudes. And now, even the guys where the young dudes and the old dudes mix, those teams really don't like each other that much because the young dudes be like, hey, man, you ain't we're never heard of NBA young boy. And then the old dudes be like, hey, man, put the gun away. I'm just saying. It's how it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just. Whoa.
0: That just, took a big look. All right. We're going to go ahead. Next time, we're going to be talking and going through Trace and Eric. I'm just saying. I just. <laughs> Trace. If Harry Steven was Adams was there, he'd be good. No, all right, with it, the it, Dallas it. Mavericks for the number ten pick, but before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that's Bird Dogs. Now, Bird Dogs is an athletic short company. They're they're extremely stretchy flat fabric that's completely comfortable. Um, I, listen, they're they're lounge wear for me. I have, nice. I have on pairs in the studios. That's what they are for. Please me. Please don't and stand we- up. <laughs> And so, with Bird Dogs, you can check them out. Currently, right now, all orders are getting a free Yeti style mug. So make sure you guys take that into consideration as well. Go to birddogs.com/slash locked on NBA, and when you enter promo code uh, Locked On NBA, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Me and Pat stand by them
1: in the house only
0: but with that said pat let's go ahead and move i
1: actually this. wore him to the gym i wore him to the gym well, the squats was scary gym, yes. gym, squats gym. was scary i'm not gonna lie to you yeah. <laughs> i felt like hey remember <laughs> you you remember a boy at the NFL draft guy who whose shorts tore not not that these tore that's not what i'm saying but oh. but he had a little you know he had a little yeah you know, a little slip yeah you know <laughs> That is hilarious. I did oh a squat, God. boy. I was like, "Oh, hey, now." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> got windy we in this job.
0: <laughs> so wait, wait. What did Takashi 6'9'' have on bird dogs when he got beat up in the? Never mind. Let's go ahead and keep it moving. You didn't see that video? See oh, that video? I saw
1: the recent news on Takashi, so I thought there was a connection to that. Oh, I forgot about I him getting that. jumped. I didn't, I didn't
0: realize there was any other news with yeah. Takashi. But anyway, Port, uh, uh, we went through Portland. Time to go through Dallas. Uh, now they have the number ten pick. Uh, they are potentially looking to move it as well. And much like with Portland, you can you can see some natural scenarios in which a sign and trade maybe an outright trade scenario, may work uh, with with Dallas for that uh, number 10 pick. How are you feeling about the prospects of trading for number 10?
1: I don't want nothing from Dallas but the pick. So, like, I guess, like, how much is the pick worth? Like, you can't trade a player for a pick straight up. They got to send us something. Because if, if we're signing Vooch, we're probably signing them to what? A three-year 64, three 64 million, 65 million, something like that. Something like that. They got to send us somebody, but I don't want nobody. There's nobody on the not, Dallas not Mavericks not I want. Maxi Kleber? I mean, unless I got to play DeAndre Ayton in a seven-game series, what am I doing with Maxi Kleber? <laughs> I like Maxi um, trying to go. <laughs> I like Vaxi. I'm just saying, like, he's a nice, he's a nice spread to floor kind of guy. Uh huh. But I mean, you I, I have to don't think that he's because you still have to match salaries. You got to right? match salaries. That's what I'm saying. But like, so, I, I mean, like, may, send I me I mean, Tim, right off the
0: top. Right off the top. Send me Tim and, Hardaway. I, I was just about to say, 19 million dollar contract. Add some. We we need shooting off the yeah. bench. I, I think that may be the most uh likely scenario if you're talking about signing trade. Yeah. Um. I mean, take. T- Technically, you can try to work out a double signing trade, maybe for Christian Wood, just so you have another uh, capable big in there as well that can do some scoring as well, too. I'm not the most high on Christian Wood guy, but he can I'm score. trying to look at...
1: Hmm? He can score.
0: He can score.
1: Yeah. I, is there a scenario where you can play... Oh, that's bad. That's bad. I was going to say, is there a scenario where you can play Wood and, and uh, Drummond next to each other? But I think I'm,
0: there's a scenario with, with some industry can. I don't think that that's...
1: Because Drummond then has to become your five. You can't start Christian Wood at your center. You can't. He's not a center. He's just a tall, small forward. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, really man. Six uh, nine. Dallas. I mean,
0: no, he's 6'9. He's definitely a center for Billy Donovan.
1: I mean, listen, he's going to play center, but he shouldn't be one, is what I'm saying. I mean, listen, Defensively,
0: th- 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 Christian Wood. And Billy got... Donovan will literally look at you and be like, all right, it's, even, it's either him
1: or Kevin Harder as a starting center. Pick one. Hey, you want to talk about. Uh, sup, Muggs being mad at Vooch for his defense. Wait till y'all see Christian Wood play on ball. Oh bro Christian Wood doesn't play on ball defense. He doesn't. Hey listen if Christian Wood stands in front of guys that don't mean he's on ball. <laughs> no no, no, no. no I, I realistically the Dallas pick is an interesting one to me because I think Dallas is desperate to make this work. Mm -hmm. And when a team is desperate, a lot of times you can get something for less. I think if we were to trade DeMar, that's the scenario where you probably could pull that off Mm -hmm. because they're going to go all in for this. Uh, I think if you were going to trade sign and trade Vooch, that's the scenario that's going to be best to try and get back into the draft uh, because of that same reason. Right now, they're probably going to want more. They're probably going to want probably Kobe White, right? Like, realistically, that's probably where they want Kobe White. What Kobe White's name might even be in that trade scenario that's, there. That,
0: that's very true. I didn't think about that. But that's if they don't keep Kyrie. There's been – it keeps going back and forth. One day it's a rumor that Kyrie's probably going to be on his way out. Then there's another rumor that, that both sides are, are motivated to get a deal done. Yeah. I really don't know how to read the Kyrie part of it. That would kind of help me kind of figure out which way they may go. But if they are going to keep Kyrie, it's probably going to be Voocher or DeMar. If they don't keep Kyrie, I can absolutely see you working Kobe in there as well in some some
1: shape, form, or fashion. But even so, right at ten right now, they have mm-hmm. Dallas. Fox has Dallas taking Kaysen Wallace. Okay, guard out of Kentucky. I, I don't. Yeah, listen. If you're gonna listen. take any, if we get the tenth overall pick, all I ask mm-hmm. is for live call entertainment. Please draft Grady Dick. Grady Dick and, and trade for Christian Wood too. That's all I want. Wood to Dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like that would be a heck of a pick and roll, Dick to Wood. Um I feel like it would be great seeing Dick go to the hole. Um, I mean, I bro, I, I just you, tre- you treading lightly there, bro. We're all right, that's his name. What, what are we talking about? Grady Dick. <laughs> this is not I didn't name him. His mama gave him that name. Well, his daddy, realistically. Daddy oh, Dick.
0: Oh man, that is hilarious.
1: You know, his, his father, Daddy Dick. Um, that's <laughs> you know, I I just I would love to have Dick on the team is what I'm saying. I think that he would be a great <laughs> bro, asset. You gotta
0: chill. You gotta that's chill. him. What? It's you his name. Chill, it is his chill, name. Yo, you got you Why, are you, chill, you got, you why,
1: chill, why are you laughing? Why are you laughing?
0: Wow, how did we get here is the question. Are you
1: telling me asking. a live call with Dick from deep wouldn't be great? <laughs> That's what you're telling me. What are you laughing
0: at? Hey, listen, listen, Grady Dick is a hell of a prospect. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm leaving it at that, brother. Like I, I got nothing, man. I
1: think he could be a long-tenured uh, player on the team, man. Good, Good old Dick, you know what I mean? Back in realism, all right. So, looking
0: at the prospects around number ten, um looking at Taylor Hendricks, Grady Dick, Carson Wallace, uh, Keontae George, uh, uh Jordan Hawkins, kind of around that area, is that enough for you, or do you do you think that would you rather hold on to Kobe? Would you rather like uh, with Demar? I know that Demar is expiring, so you could probably talk yourself if the, if they're willing to take Demar, just so you can get something back. If you're getting a top ten back. Yeah. For a player that could walk in free agency, that it's hard to it's hard to write that off as a loss. Yeah, but uh, are you looking at the prospects around there? I don't see anyone that changes the ty- direct the trajectory of the Bulls, but I do see players that can help the Bulls bring in some talent. There.
1: Here's here's the thing, right? And I wouldn't know because right now, because I haven't done an in depth draft assessment because we Which have we're not going
0: to do. We don't have to.
1: Well, I don't have to. I mean, I'm going to watch them just to see like who's coming out. What what's actually coming to the league? But like, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know what – I haven't done that yet, right? So, to me, I don't see anybody on here that just off of the surface, the players that I know offhand, I look at and say, that's you picking a direction. Mm. So, like, if you're going to trade pieces away, pick a clear direction. Pick a a lane that you want to go in. That's why Portland, to me, is actually a viable option because one way or the other, you have to pick a direction because you're going to have to get – the pick, and probably players back just to match salaries. Um, I don't see Dallas as a direction. I don't see this as a viable trade at all. I'm sure there's some player that's going to come out of here that goes 10 or goes 11 or goes 12 that we're going to look back in 10 years and be like, man, what if the Bulls just made the trade for that pick? And we'll hate everybody who was a part of it. But as of right now, I don't see anybody who's... Because like the, the only other person that I would really be interested in is the other Thompson twin, Osher, mm-hmm. and he's probably going to go eight to Washington or maybe seven to Indy. That's,
0: I think even that's a little low for him. I mean, I think that that is the, the absolute lowest he goes, but eight is, pro- eight is probably the lowest he goes, in my opinion. Well, I just think...
1: I don't think Detroit's going to take him because Detroit's five. I don't think that Orlando takes him. Because you've got nothing but... They're definitely taking the point guard, I think, in the lineup. Yeah, they got so many point guards on that team. I guess none of them are great, but they got so many point guards on that team. Yeah. I mean, but... Yeah. I mean... I could see they, Washington taking them to let Brad Beal be a two again if he's healthy. But I don't know. I don't know, bro. Like, the number, the number 10... I
0: mean, don't get me wrong. If the Bulls make a move to actually pick a direction and go... To, to try to get in the top 10 in the draft. I'm never going to be mad at that, depending on what they give up. Like y- you, you get a top 10 pick. Okay, cool. But my biggest question is, all right, don't use that as a way to deter us from what's happening. Like still pick that direction. If we're, ju- if we're going to suck for 2023, 24 season, cool. We own our own pick. If you're going to sell us on, Hey, we got a top 10 pick. We're going to use Dalen Moore, We're going to use Pat. We're going to use Kobe. We're going to really see what we have in these guys. And then we're going to hope for a good pick and uh, top pick in 2024. All right, cool now you've actually picked a direction that's where the biggest thing is and i went on a mini rant on this over on central is just that the words have not matched what they've given us on the basketball court yeah. right they, and, and that that's the thing i think bulls fans they they'd complain but they would understand if it's like okay we are going to try to develop these young guys and until one we get a guy that It shows the guy that we can build around. We're going to keep trying to get that young guy while developing players. But you've tried to live in these two worlds and the younger players have not developed because they haven't really been given much of an opportunity to have the ball in their hands. The old guys that we have, the the combination of those players, we already see what the cap of those guys are without a high-level point guard. Pick a dang direction. That's yeah. it. Pick a dang direction.
1: And and that's that's the part that irritates me. You stuck with the direct. Like I I can live with continuity. I really can. I, I'm the person that I'm okay with continuity. What I'm not okay with is you saying we're gonna go with continuity without one of the major pieces that was gonna be a part of continuity being healthy. It's
0: yeah. It's and
1: and not giving me an uh, another option on that. So I don't know. I here's I guess there's one last scenario that is. It's not a long shot scenario. At a minimum, it gives you another trade piece that maybe you could do. What if you package the Portland pick? Now, this is this is really going deep into the, the meathead world here of Chicago sports fan. You package the Portland pick with Zach Levine. They sign and trade Kyrie and send him back. And then you can either have Kyrie and the pick and run with Kyrie, DeMar DeRozan, and the rest of the young boys. Or you have the t- number 10 pick. You make your selection and you use Kyrie in the middle of the season's trade bait. Man. That is Here's the tough part, time right? Time because he's Obi one, but he is a hell of a basketball player. <laughs> this is true. Um, I mean, nothing you said is, in, is not factual
0: there. He is a hell of a basketball player. Oh man, that is such a tough tough decision. Um, I mean, let's still you're still picking a path. I, you're I picking think a lane. Point, we we've seen Kyrie with a bunch of young guys and it doesn't doesn't really do that much, but you're still picking that lane. Well,
1: ah. we have seen Kyrie with a bunch of young guys that got really big, really fast. Right, Jason Tatum's rookie year, he dunks on LeBron in the ECF without Kyrie. So they all were like, we it's don't true. really need Kyrie. There's nobody it's here true. like that. Everybody here needs Kyrie. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> you know um, what I mean? The talent of Kyrie. I'm not saying, right, like I, everybody knows everything else that comes with Kyrie. But every there's no player here that's like, it's my turn. I'm the number one on this team.
0: I just think that you, you got to keep in mind, Kyrie still would have to
1: agree to any signing trade. They would and have trade. to agree. And
0: I don't see him agreeing to a and trade to come and play with that team.
1: Well, you still would have you would still have Damar here. You would still have, I mean, maybe in that scenario, you re sign Vooch. I don't know.
0: Then at that point, it's, it's we're doing the same thing. We just, we nah, just nah, but, Ve- but,
1: but you got, a really, but you got to really, you got Kyrie. Kyrie's a better basketball player than Zach. Oh, uh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> um,
0: head case though, it's like, absolutely, the thing too. Kyrie, Kyrie, well, that may benefit too. Kyrie's a coach killer. Uh so maybe we maybe we get Billy Donovan about it at the same time, like Or maybe Billy's play. the one that
1: gets through to him. That too. Yeah, because I mean, realistically, right? Well. Since Kyrie's left, there hasn't been a good head coach with him.
0: It's actually factual. That's crazy. I, I mean, hey, bro. I'm not. I'm hey, not I'm we not went full meathead no. on it. You know what I mean? But, I, that was yeah. the full
1: <laughs> meathead approach. It's yeah, not. It's not crazy meathead. though. Watch but Bleacher Report pick this up and they flip it and they'll give us credit on it. Oh, bro,
0: absolutely. <laughs> um, one last scenario before. No we disrespect
1: go. to the new company. No disrespect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is uh DeAndre Ayton. Now, I've I've given my thoughts clearly on this. I know some Bulls fans don't agree. I'm not in the DeAndre Ayton camp, but I mean, it is out there. What are you thinking about potentially trading for, De- uh, for uh DeAndre Aiden? <sighs>
1: DeAndre Ayton is again picking a lane. Um, is it? I, I think it is. He's because, younger Vooch who
0: doesn't shoot as well. Uh,
1: yes, a hundred percent. But I think <laughs> I think more so the lane is DeAndre Ayton can come here and either he's going to rebuild his entire brand because in the in the DeAndre Ayton's case, right. They don't have anybody else that makes enough money. I was going to say that's probably the situation where, again, a desperate team wants to go all in. They probably would want both Vooch and DeMar so that they can have four players that they can throw out there at once. But I don't think there's enough people. They don't have enough people on the bench to make. I don't want TJ Warren back either. Ew. Um, the, the, the campaign returned to Chicago. No, not at all. You're probably just sending Demar. You're probably just sending
0: Demar in the case, like a Demar, and again that future 2029 pick. But is that enough? Because you got to look. The Portland Trailblazers, just with DeAndre Ayton's age, they're
1: getting back at least two first round picks. The Bulls really can't offer that much. No. So I, I don't know. There's, there's, unless you send another young player, which then who's the young player? Do you sign and trade I.O. And include him in a deal a over second. there with Demar actual, Derozan
0: because that that may not be as far as, as you think because they are. I ran that in the simulator;
1: maybe, it does work.
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe looking to move on from Chris Paul as well. Yeah. So maybe,
1: maybe you can. Um, you sign and trade IO. You get Aiton back. You probably, in that scenario, are hoping to sign and trade Vooch, but realistically you're probably going to end up having to let him walk or yeah. here's again uh meathead approach you resign vooch and you let eight play the four which which is where he probably needs to be
0: bro i'm gone bro I Nah, don't it. if you just wanted to take over the show you could have said i'm out i'm out, bro. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> this man said
1: what come on bro what, what, what? Hey, hey, listen. He's definitely not a five. <laughs> what are we doing here? He's definitely not a what five. Are we doing it's here, the meathead episode. We are going all it's... in, bro. We building two K rosters out here, my boy. And then Fine. Andre Drummond comes in at power or at uh, small forward, bro. You might, you know, you might as well
0: put uh, Drummond at the point guard. That's what he thinks he can euro step. All hey, day listen. Long I'm just point.
1: saying. You know what I mean? And then we get Javante Green in there at center. We put Vooch at the two. What are we
0: doing? <laughs> what?
1: I mean, listen, I, realistically, right, though, in that scenario, say you get Aiton, you let Vooch walk, whatever it is. Now you're relying on Zach Levine. You're relying on P-Will. You're relying on Kobe White. You're relying on your young guys. You are picking a direction there. And Aiton now becomes one of your young guys. I don't want to rely on a drug. I, I I don't yeah. want to rely on them, though. Yeah, no, I'm good on Aiden, bro. Like y'all,
0: y'all can y'all can keep cut keep Aiden. I'm I'm good on Aiden, bro. Like I there's there hasn't been very many players that I've turned on. Like when Aiden first came in the league, man, I was extremely high on Aiden. Yeah. And just watching how he's literally regressed in some areas. Like he's uh, him and Julius Randle, bro, aren't that much different. Like they they're gonna put up numbers in the regular season. Once the lights yeah. are on, Aiden can go right. Well, that's, that's <laughs> but, right? but that's if he even he even doesn't if he even does anything with the ball because yeah. l- lately he just passes it right back to the guard like I don't want it. What you yeah. giving to me for?
1: No, I so. I said I said this. I think that you, when Demar said what he said on Paul George's podcast about there's a lot of players and Pat Bev said it first. That there's a lot of dudes that don't love basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, there's dudes that want the accolades but they don't want the work that comes with it. I think that DeAndre Ayton doesn't work hard enough on the court to show that he wants the basketball in as in a in big moment situations. I don't think that he, right? Like I watched Maxi Kleba shut this man down. I don't think that he puts himself, he portrays himself as the most dominant player on the court when you see all the physical attributes, and realistically he should be every night every night. I'll give he you that care. maybe Jokic probably still cooks him, but the defensive effort was just a joke. Like you yeah. like you didn't you, you literally just were like you can shoot and pass, so I'm not going to guard either. So that's I tough. I have a my biggest question mark with Ayton is does he have the heart? And then if you bring him to the Bulls, do the Bulls have the leadership to bring that heart out of him? Because realistically, that's not what we saw last season.
0: Well, guys, let us know your meathead takes down below, man. Any anybody, it doesn't matter. We're having fun with this one. It's it's the meathead episode. We haven't gone full meathead. I don't think ever since we took over the podcast.
1: Nah, we really haven't because usually most of these trades. Here's the thing about all of these trades, the meathead trades. The part that we didn't do that we always do with every trade is why would Portland do that? Why would Dallas do that? Well, We did that a little bit with Portland. We did with Portland, with Portland. We did a little bit, but. Yeah. Like even Phoenix is like, why would Phoenix do that? Why would Phoenix want to bring in thirty-three-year-old Demar Derozan, thirty-four? <laughs> 34- because
0: mean, their window—that may be their window. Seriously, like how like uh, KD has what
1: two, three years left on his contract? But the problem is with that team, right? Like we talked about DeAndre Ayton. Like the yeah. best thing that they could send back in that situation is probably Chris Paul, and I don't want him. No,
0: please, no. Keep him
1: off. Like it's not even it's not even away. Chris Paul from two years ago that like unlocked Devin Booker.
0: It's half of the ghost of Chris Paul. Like it's half of the ghost. It, half of the ghost of It's
1: Chris not ectoplasmic Paul, uh creature. It's just uh plasmic creature now. He's just yeah, there you go. He's there half. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Let's get up out of here, Pat man. Let's it's getting late, can. man. Follow yeah. us on everything at uh, locked on bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Tweet us your meat head t- uh uh um Trades. Hey, I, that. I, I fit. I got the head. <laughs> I got the head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can follow him at Path of Designer. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. You can follow us collectively at Locked On Bulls for Path of Designer. I'm Hayes. This has been Locked On Bulls. We may not be on the air next week. Uh, we love you guys, man. Have a good weekend. A while. Peace <laughs> hey, out.
1: Oh, God. Meathead take. Grady Dick coming to the hole is going to (laughs) be amazing. Wow. Oh, my God.